Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 486, and today I've got an update for you. I'm going to actually go through, well, this update with some results from our product discovery 24-hour challenge, and if you guys have missed that, well, that'll be my first thing to say is you should probably go over and check out that podcast episode, which was episode 473. Again, I'll link everything up into this episode's show notes, but the quick link for that one is theamazingseller.com forward slash 473. And what I'll do here today is I'll give you a little recap of what went into the product discovery 24-hour challenge, which you can start right now, by the way. You don't have to wait for a certain time. You can do it right now. And what I want to do is I really want to kind of go through like what we set up to do this 24-hour challenge, but then also some of the results that have came from doing that from you, the listeners, and really how it's opened a lot of people's eyes, and really it was a little bit more of a freeing experience because we're not necessarily looking at products, okay? What we're doing is we're looking at markets, and we're looking at, if you want to call it niches or niches, whatever you want to say or call it, it's... Uh, doesn't matter to me. It's a market. Okay. We're going after a market and really moving forward. And you guys are hearing me talk a lot more about this is really about building that brand, but really finding the market that we want to serve products to, or, you know, find a different sub niche inside of the big, you know, the massive market. And I, I use examples a lot of times like with fishing, right? So we go fishing. Well, we have different types of fishing. We could go after the bass fishermen we could go after the ice fisherman, or maybe that same fisherman does both, but we're really going to call out the individual or the one aspect of that part of the market. Okay. Now, again, I talked about this one, which is kind of crazy kayak bass fishing. That's even subbed down even further or sub niche down even further than just fishing to bass fishing to now we're talking about kayak bass fishing. And who knows, there might even be another sub market in bass fishing, a different style, something that I don't know of, but you get what I'm saying. We want to go after these bigger markets, but we want to also find a way that we can niche it down so we can find a way to get into that market. And then from there, we can start to go after those more competitive products, but we want to start in those sub markets. All right. So it's all about, to me, finding niches or markets to build a brand or expand your current brand. Now, some of you, probably a lot of you have already started and you already have your market pick. That's great. Now let's find a way for you to even drill down a little bit deeper and go a little bit wider. Okay. So that was kind of confusing, wider, deeper. Uh, you get what I'm saying, right? Like we want to take your market and we want to drill down a little bit, but then we want to go a little bit wider with that product list or that product base. And then we can start to even expand further. All right. And that's really what we're talking about here. So my whole goal is for you to find something that you're either passionate about or something that you have an expertise in or something that you could get involved in right now, know a little bit about that market. And then from there, you can start to either create your own content, build your own email list. You can start to serve that market, but then also sell products to that market. And to me, that is the way that you build a brand. That is the way that you'll be able to go out there and compete on Amazon or even off of Amazon. You will be able to dominate your sub sub niche. And then from there, once you start to get that brand recognition and you start to build that, that brand where people are coming in from all of these other types of products, you will be able to then 
go after those more competitive products because people are going to want to buy when they're in that experience. All right. And if they're already trusting you within that one purchase, there's a good chance that they'll buy something else even if it's in a competitive space because they didn't search for it necessarily. It was just brought to their attention because they bought something from you. All right. So that's what I want to do here today. I really want to give you just a quick update, let you guys know how it's doing. And again, to remind you to definitely do the product discovery 24 hour challenge, especially if you're stuck, if you're stuck, just picking a product or if you're stuck in your, in your current brand and you don't know what product to do next, this will definitely help you. So let me just take a minute here to go through the 24 hour challenge again, really quickly. I gave three action steps and you guys know, I love action steps. I love for you guys to walk away with something to do. And maybe you even listen to the 24 hour challenge right now. And you're like, I'm going to do that. And you didn't do it. Well, this is my reminder to say, go do it because people are doing it and they are getting these light bulbs to fire and really get brighter. And, uh, and I want that to happen for you as well. Now you guys know, I love action steps and that's why I create them. And I did that right here inside of the 24 hour challenge. So action step number one was what we're calling discovery mode. All right. This is where you created a touch list. You created a passions list. You created a problems list. Now, again, I'm not going to go into all of the details there. Again, I would go back and listen to the 24 hour challenge where I break everything down or just go to the amazing seller.com forward slash challenge. And then, uh, that will link up to that, uh, that podcast episode as well and give you all the details. And it's all kind of mapped out inside that post. All right. So that's number one action. Step number one, discovery mode action. Step number two was finding markets or niches. So we're really looking for products in the beginning just to lead us to these markets. See, I'm not, I'm not having you go out and just do a touch list or go, you know, like think about products that you're using so you can sell that product necessarily. What I'm doing is I'm getting it to get the creative juices going, but also to get you to be aware, okay, to be aware of your surroundings or things that you're doing that you're not even sure you're doing because you're just doing it un unconsciously uh, because that's what you do. Okay. It could be in your job. It could be uh, a hobby that you do all the time that you're not even aware that that's something that you could really create a brand in. Like I'm just trying to, you know, have you get into that mode. All right. But action step number two is where then we drill into the markets or we find the niches. Okay. That's what we're doing. And then once we do that, we can start to, to narrow our focus down into these sub niches and look you know, at the big market, but then also look at all the sub niches inside of that bigger market. Okay. So that's what we do in action step number two. Now action step number three is the validation drill down. Now this is where you will choose one or two markets, and then that's where you'll explore and search to see if it's really a market that you could tap into. All right. Now, again, I'm not going to go through all the details here on how to do that, but that is really the three parts of this 24 hour challenge. All right. So in 24 hours, you should be able to go through all three of those action steps. All right. Now, what I also did is I gave a review and checklist exercise and I listed it out. There's eight different components here. All right. And the cool thing is Mitch, which I'm going to highlight him here in a second, but Mitch actually went through this with his wife in detail and, uh, and went through this exercise and he came out at the other end saying, holy cow, like I didn't even realize that there was a market. Now I'm starting to see all of these different markets that I could potentially go into. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to run this exercise against those ideas. And that's really what it's doing for you. Now he does share one that he's not going to necessarily go in. So I'm going to share that with you because he shared it publicly. So I'll share it with you, but it'll show you how everything is kind of, you know, going through this checklist and then really checking it off and saying, okay, yes, 
yes, no, yes, right? And then you can elaborate a little bit on them too. But I'm just going to cover these real quick and then I'll give you some of the listener stories and then I'll, I'll give you the one, the main one here that goes through this checklist in detail. So number one, did I find a market? Number two, are there people in groups posting content? Now, again, guys, if you don't know what I'm kind of referencing to, you want to go back and check out that episode, the 24-hour product challenge episode that I did. Again, you can go to theamazingseller.com forward slash challenge, or you can just go to the show notes to this episode, which is 486, theamazingseller.com forward slash 486. All right. And I'll leave everything linked up there as well. So you don't have to jump all over the place. All right. So I left off on number two, are there people in groups posting content? Now, number three, are there three to four products currently selling to the market? Okay. Number four, can I build an email list in this market? Number five, are people consuming how-to content on YouTube or Facebook? Number six, could I find influencers in this market? And number seven, is this a trend that has a short life? And then eight, is this seasonal? All right. So those are the eight questions that I came up with. And the crazy thing is, is when I put this 24-hour challenge together, I wanted it to be structured. I wanted it to be action steps. And I wanted it to have a kind of like a... a, kind of like a project feel, you know, kind of like you would go through this thing and at the, at the end of it, you would have like your answers. And that's exactly what we're doing here in this checklist exercise. Let's, um, let's, let's read what Mitch has to say here. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to highlight Mitch here and Mitch says, so Renee and I spent four hours going through Scott's product discovery challenge with an open mind to find and explore a product niche. The goal was to see how this process worked. Simple. All right. So let me just stop right there. I love it how Mitch is saying that this is number one, a process. And he's also saying that he wants to go in this thing with an open mind. And I think you need to do that. All right. So many people are relying on tools to find the product. That's not what we're doing here. We will use tools. Eventually we're going to use the tools to look at the numbers and to look at the data, but we're not necessarily looking at a tool to deliver us a product. Okay, I'm doing it the opposite way, which I think is a better way because, again, if we can tap into something you're currently already involved in or an expertise or anything like that, it's going to make your job a lot easier, especially if we're building a brand. All right, so moving on. The only downside was that I, the guy, seemed to have more problems than she did. As a matter of fact, she even wondered why I found that confusing. LOL. Uh, all right, so... <laughs> Sounds like they're having a good time too, which is always cool. So, all right. So here it is. He's going to go through and give me the checklist. So number one, did we find a market? Yes. We found multiple markets, but chose one barbecue grilling. Haha. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's see what else happens here. Number two, are there people in groups posting content? Yes. We found over a hundred very active groups having conversations. Number three, are there three to four products currently selling to the market? Yes, there were hundreds of products, including grills, smokers, recipes, rubs, and spices, knives, grill utensil sets, etc. Okay, number four, can we build an email list in this market? Absolutely. Just looking through the products offered and general interest in learning more about recipes and accessories is pretty convincing. You definitely could. I mean, you know, again, I don't think we're going to be going into the barbecuing uh, industry here, but there's a different, there's all different angles you could go into the barbecue grilling. It could be the tailgater. It could be uh, maybe the guy or the girl that's into uh, briquettes. 
that's that style of grilling. And maybe with certain hickory, you know, or it's the different woods like hickory and apple and, you know, all these different hardwoods, right? Like there's all of that stuff that you could drill into. Okay. So anyway, moving on. Four, can we build an email list? Absolutely. Okay, I just went through that. I'm repeating myself here. Number five, are people consuming how-to content on YouTube or Facebook? Yes, everything from cooking outdoors to sharing recipes and techniques. Six, could we find influencers in this market? Yes, there were numerous examples of people sharing their insights and advice. Seven, is this a trend that has a short life? No way. Good barbecue has been around since the Stone Ages. It's true. Eight, is this seasonal? Well, there could be an argument that sunny, warm weather is prime time for barbecue activities, but we saw pictures of people, goober guys, mostly standing out back in the snow grilling a mean steak. It's true. I do think it is seasonal. Uh, I do think, well, it's not like, I don't think it's like a seasonal thing where it's going to hit for a month, maybe two, and then it's gone. I think people are grilling all the way through the year, just, you know, different styles or, you know, maybe it's just like you said, you're going out back and you're like me, I've got a grill on my back deck in the winter here. It's not like snow, but I'll go out there and grill. I don't stop. Um, but yeah, I do think in the summer people are probably grilling a little bit more. Um, but again, that could be, you, you could argue that. Okay. So really the point here that I want to make and that I think is really awesome is that, you know, they went through the process, right? And this is exactly what we are talking about. So once you get that big idea from going through the first part, the first, you know, action step here, as far as like figuring out stuff that you're into or that things that are in your life or your expertise or anything like that, then it's taking it through this exercise of this checklist. All right. And that's what I love about this. So now you just plug this into anything. So now when you're ready, or if you see something else that comes across as something you might be interested in, boom, you run it through this. Okay. And then, and I'll just wrap up with what he said here. Overall, we found this a huge niche with many opportunities to bundle product purchases. We might have chosen a more challenging problem or passion to explore, but given the time constraints we had, 24 hours, we found this an interesting project and thank you for helping us do some old school research. Now let's eat some barbecue. And I love it that he keeps kind of coming back to it's a process and it's a project, right? So this was something that they said, you know what, let's do it. Let's do it for 24 hours. Let's see if we just go through this process. If we come out the other end with something that we weren't aware of before. And if we feel better about, uh, you know, finding products and finding a market. And, uh, and that was just a great example. And I want to give a shout out to Mitch once again. Um, and, uh, let's see here. We got another one here from Jeff and Jeff says, I spent a few hours joining about 20 Facebook groups and sorting through the posts, looking to apply the steps from Scott's YouTube and really didn't think I found anything. But this morning, for some reason, several ideas opened up for me in a niche that I'm already in. And these would be sub niches. When I dug in a little with Jungle Scout, I could see that these categories fit the criteria of at least medium demand with low competition. These might not be homers, but at least I think there's a base hit here or two. Uh, thanks, Scott Volker. This is encouraging. So Jeff went out there and said, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. He did. And he was like, eh, it was okay. And then he went to sleep, woke up, boom, all of a sudden it hit him. And he found these, these different categories in a market that he's already currently in. So I love that too. Um, okay. So another one here from Cheyenne Phew. Uh, I've come up with the whole front back page of potential niches and products now to cut them down to size by pruning the numbers. Uh, so again, Cheyenne's going through it, but 
that's part of it, right? You want to come up and get like a whole bunch of these ideas, but then you want to start to, to prune it and start to kind of narrow the focus in. And then the last one I want to share with you is from Stuart. And Stuart says, hey, Scott, just heard this at the gym this morning. So a day behind, I guess, but already started. When looking for niches, I found today that a good idea is to look at big publishing companies and see what magazines they have. If they are running a magazine, then they must surely, there, there must surely be a market or niche that they are serving. Not always relevant, but I'm finding it helps. Thanks for all the info. And then he actually comes back. Uh, it looks like probably 24 hours later and says, done it. So basically he's done, followed Scott Volker's method to the letter, found three niches that I have validated and now want to look into further. So again, this is a way for you to go through the process. Also, I would love for you to kind of come back and check in and let others know that you've done it. So again, I'm going to give you that link right now, theamazingseller.com forward slash challenge. I put it into a really nice, easy to follow post where you can go in, you can number one, listen to that episode, which I think you should come back to that. And then it'll give you the actual steps to follow. But then from there, it'll also give you the exercise to run your numbers against. All right. Which I think is really, really powerful. And if you commit to doing this just 24 hours, that's all we're talking. It may give you those ideas that you didn't think of before because you're going at it at a different angle. Sometimes you got to take a step back and do things a little bit differently. In this case, this is what I would do. This is exactly what I do almost automatically without even thinking about it anymore. Like if I find something, and again, I'm already kind of tapped out as far as like how many things I'm involved in right now between partnerships, between, you know, the podcast and everything else that's going on. So something that would come across my desk, I would look at it, but I wouldn't necessarily jump right in because I don't need it right now. And I'm kind of already busy enough, but it doesn't mean that I won't take something and then run it against this stuff and then shelf it. Or even, you know, if there was something that was looking to partner, we could, you know, talk about that type of stuff. But again, this is the exact process. I'm always aware. And I think that's another big little lesson here for you guys is to always be aware be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your, your conversations. Be aware when you're sitting there having a conversation with someone at your daughter's volleyball, like I do all the time, and just listen. Be a good listener. Listen to what they're, they're you know, passionate about. Listen to, you know, what their expertise is, what they do for a living. Uh, you know, when people are when they're really into something, they're going to talk your ear off about it. There's someone that talks my ear off every now and then about home brewing, beer. I know, uh, IPAs and, you know, all these different, uh, the different ways to, to brew hops, this, that, and the other thing, right? It's not something I'm interested in, but I bet you, if I went into that market and I was to kind of let that person be the expert, that person could probably drive all my content. They could probably be the face and they would love doing it. They would pretty much do it for nothing because they love it. They absolutely love it. So that would be something that I would say, let me do the other side of things. Let me kind of figure out the product side of things. And then let's figure out what angle we're going, we're going to tap into in this homebrew because there's all different angles you can go there. There's also wine, uh, you know, making at home and then there's, you know, beef jerky at home. And then there's all of this, you know, dried, uh, foods and like all of this stuff that you could go into by me just having that one conversation with someone that is so passionate about homebrew, right? So there's a whole bunch of different angles you can go if you are number one aware, but then also, you know, how to run the, you know, the process as far as like 
and, and I, I love it, the, this little project that we do, it's kind of like going through that review and checklist exercise once you do that. And then once you establish three or four products, then we look at the numbers, right? Because we, we, we kind of go through, again, I'll just recap real quick. Did I find a market? Are there people in groups posting content? Are there three to four products currently selling in the market? Can I build an email list? Are people consuming how-to content on YouTube or Facebook? Could I, could I find influencers in the market? Is this a trend that has a short life? Is this seasonal? So all of those things I would ask myself again with that example. Okay. With that example, that is what I would run. All right. So guys, this is going to uh, wrap it up pretty much for this episode. I did want to just jump on here and give you a little update. I love it when I get you guys, the TAS community involved and you guys definitely got involved, but I know there's more of you that should get involved. And right now, if you are stuck in any way, with product research or finding the next product or figuring out even where to start, this is where I would start. All right. The amazing seller.com forward slash challenge. That would be the way to get you started in 24 hours. Now I will remind you guys that if you are interested in going through this entire process over four weeks, we do have something called a product discovery bootcamp. Now, if you are going there right now and it is closed, that just means that we have not reopened yet. We will be reopening this to the public and depending on when you go there, you will see all the details on that page. If you're interested in going through this entire process, having it structured, having yourself be accountable as well, go to productdiscoverybootcamp.com for all the details there. And that is a, a very specific four weeks laid out for you to go through this entire process. And on the other end of it, you will have a market and products selected and you'll have your first supplier contacted. All right. So that is what product discovery bootcamp is all about. So definitely go check that out as well. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. This episode is 486, the amazing forward slash 486. If you just want to go to one place and get all the links and all the transcripts, that's where you would go. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up officially. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now get out there and do that 24-hour challenge. What are you waiting for?